Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Baltimore Ravens. I'm trying to win versus anybody I play. I don't really dwell on one player. Touchdown, Ravens! Well, it's Brady. One play against Brady. You need a goal. Nothing in this game is given to you. You got to go do something about it. Going to war with my boys. Let's get it. We just got to go find a way to get a win. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. You can click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll to live radio, and you can find us right there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. Hey, how you doing there, Max? Hey there, Keyshawn. What was that? Well, it's an interesting hey shirt there, you Joe. have on. What's on your shirt, Key? I can't see it uh, from here. What's going on with that? It's a thing? red bird. Red bird capital. Woodstock. I see. Woodstock, 1969. Key uh, remembers it fondly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Would you guys ever go to something like that, no. <laughs> Max? So quick, no, no. Like yeah, a huge, like a huge festival. Yeah, like I would go. Party. If I was I in go. the industry and I had to go, no, you're not in the industry. You just want to go. Would you go? Not only would I not go, you'd have to tell me a number to get me uh, to go, and it's this? a lot. Burning Man. Would you go to Burning no. Man? Really? Why would I? I think I would go. Key, would you go? You, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't have any problems. Uh, What's the thing out here in Palm Springs? Um, Burning Man. No, 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 no. He's talking about Coach- Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. You've been to Coachella? Yeah. Coachella's all right. No, yeah, I'm not same going to Coachella. Stuff, I'm not yeah. going to People that, jumping no. around. Yeah, oh, come on, stop. Intoxicated. Yeah, yeah. I'll be yeah. in my living on room. On things that they probably shouldn't be on. Yeah. If you want to go see a concert or something, man, or, you know, I'm a show. i for it. Just go put on, the, put on the record, man. Put on, you know, download it. No, man. It's, it's on streaming. Festival. It's the, some... be, the best version of the song has already been mixed and mastered perfectly, and it's online for you right now. But it's, see, going to places like that. I'm gonna be, it's going to be right for me anyway. So See, I'm that's good. what I'm talking yeah, about. Okay. Exactly. I'm okay, going, going with Key to a place like that, I know he has it all arranged. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, well, I'm going to have it right because right. I'm not going to be in the middle of the crowd getting run over. Oh, yeah, you got, you got VIP service. Go through the back. Be yeah. right. Backstage. I don't care. You can call me spoiled. You can call me whatever you want to. Yeah. It's got to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's a little different experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Jay, Jay, Jay just assumes that already. He's like, yo, how do you think well, I got yeah, well, go? I don't know how else you guys would go. I mean, I went to Coachella. We were with uh, Scott and uh, James Corden actually was with it. And I'm telling you, like watching him go through the sea of people, it was the most annoying thing of all time. Right. People were just touching, grabbing. I'm like, see, I can't. I can't. Nah. Mm-hmm. Well, now Different. you know why I don't go, Jay. It's hard yeah, to do that. Gonna know you like Everyone's doing that. James Corden. Everyone's doing that to me, Jay. They just want to brush with Nobody's immortality. Who you are. They want their brush with immortality. What is it, Key? No, I was asked that Jay said he was with who? James Corden. You know, late night. You on know, a late night show? Uh, you know? Okay. Anyway, mm. that happens. Key doesn't know who he is. It's fine. They it's reach fine. out to touch me. It's just an NFT of me. I'm not even really there. You never. You don't know I'm who that home. is, Key. Really? You live in LA. 
The late night guy, Key would know. Key, it's all over social media. You know the guy who does things the like, guy, in like the, the whole in restaurant the cabs thing. and stuff, and the restaurant. He's like in the restaurant thing. There's yeah. a whole beef now. He got kicked out and never a oh. restaurant. Yeah, I know who it is, Jay. Yeah, yeah. of course so I know. Why are you trying to be weird then? Because I'm stuck. You are. weird. I'm weird. You are weird. I'm seeing things. Oh, what's going on with Key? In the metaverse. In the metaverse. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Jordan. Psychedelics can do that to you, Aaron. So let's talk a little football. Let's get into <laughs> the real verse. Mo. You guys can't see right now. Keith's going slow mo. Unless you're watching <laughs> on ESPN. You wow, look at this. He might be a little sleep deprived right now. I'm not Jay. sure. Man, what is that? Sorry. Got the got the Greek where my man is touching the. What is that? Yeah. Where Puff's touching the wall? What is that? You, I don't remember. You ever that seen that movie? I have seen it once, oh but God, I don't remember it real hard. well. James knows how that feel. That wasn't up there with the best versions of those kind of movies, Jay. I have no. Yeah, was it? What was it? Shannon Purple Wall. Yeah. Ravens at Bucks tonight. For a change, we have an interesting Thursday night football matchup. It's been start year started out strong. We had a couple of dogs and now we got Ravens at Bucks, Lamar and Tom Brady. Lamar Jackson was asked about facing Tom Brady. Remember Brady when he supposedly retired when he was gone for two weeks, but actually didn't miss anything uh, in the offseason, had that uh, Insta post where in, on his story on Instagram, and he was he had a picture of Lamar Jackson said, "You're next." So Lamar was asked about facing Tom Brady. Brady, who want to play against Brady? Well, um, he the goat man, and uh, like like you said, you know I'm always playing against the defense, not the quarterback. So I'm going into every game the same way, same mentality. Just want to go out there and do what I'm supposed to do to win. Which former MVP? People forget. Lamar Jackson, younger than Joe Burrow by three weeks, but has an MVP years ago already. Which former MVP quarterback has more to prove tonight, Key? Lamar Jackson or Tom Brady this year, right now? I think, I think Lamar Jackson has more to prove tonight. Um, just because he's been in a slump lately. They've lost a couple games. He needs to bounce back. Tom Brady doesn't really have anything to prove because his team is bad. They're banged up. They're missing key people in the secondary. Let's see if Lamar Jackson can take advantage of this defense. I think that's a lot to prove. Can they run the ball on the banged-up defense? Can he hit some guys over the top on his banged-up defense? That, that's what I think. You know what? It's, it's Lamar Jackson for me, but it's also it's the OC. It's Greg Roman. And, Key, I would love your detailed analysis on this because I think over the last several games, and a lot of my friends would make cases it's been longer than that, them being able to pick up different blitz packages on Lamar Jackson, like they're throwing a lot of different things at him. And, and granted, we could talk about lack of talent, but like, isn't that a big thing to watch for tonight? Well, the Bucks do blitz a lot. Todd Bowles will bring some heat, but I don't know if they'll do it tonight because the secondary is so banged up. Hmm. Um, but that's what they do. They like to bring pressure. And Lamar, over the last four weeks or so, has struggled. When the first three weeks he dominated the blitz, you did not want to blitz him because he was torching people. And then over the last four weeks of the, of the season, he struggled, in particularly in the fourth quarter, um, when pressure was to bear. He just didn't play. He didn't do as well. His completion percentage dropped from eighty-two percent uh, since week four down to forty-six percent. His QBR rating, and Max loves this stuff, goes from ninety-nine to twenty-three. The analytics say this, right, Max? Yards per attempt went from 12.7 to 5.2. He went from six to six touchdowns to zero uh, to six touchdowns, zero interceptions in week one to three. He's two and two 
in week four on touchdown interception ratio. So it's a little bit different. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a 31% blitz percentage, ninth highest in the NFL. So that tells you right there that they want to bring the heat. How many total touchdowns does he have on the season now? See, that's there's been he a has big. 13 through the air, right? And how many on the ground? That's I, I don't question. know. We have to we have to look it up. But yeah. obviously, there's been he won't reach he won't reach that sixty total. That's what I'm. So that's that's what why I'm, I'm asking. I thought I thought he was going to go ham. Josh this Allen. Year. Josh Allen's going ham. So that's he has how saying. many? He has two on the ground. Three on the ground. Who just said? Someone just shouted out a number. Fifteen. So he has fifteen total touchdowns. His pace is really slowed. I'm a little perplexed by it, Key, because he was so good early, and then he started making bad decisions in the fourth quarter, and it makes me think he feels but, the responsibility of making up for too much on the team. But see, Key, like, when we talked about this yesterday on our call, like the first place my brain goes to when I hear about, oh, is he pressing because there's a contract on the line? I'm sure. I, I'm positive there's some element in the back of his mind that's thinking about, Money, but I believe he's going to get what the, mark ta- what the market dictates he's going to get. But this is always what we've asked Lamar Jackson to do. That's what they've asked him to do. Hey, with you know, not having top-flight wide receivers, with this is our scheme and the way we play, you're always going to ask Lamar Jackson to go over and beyond to keep them in contention to win the division and have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. But this year was supposed to be, and Bateman hurt a lot and everything. They went out and got him a receiver who maybe could he be a number one, at least a very competent number two, and he's not on the field enough in Rashad Bateman, right? And so well, they who drafted else? drafted him. Who, right? right, right. They went out and got him. They drafted him. They didn't go but, out. It's not like it's a top-flight free agent. That they no, but a lot of teams, like the Bengals went out and got Joe Burrow, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Mitch, what, they who used, he played with in college. And, and not only that, they used a high, a first-round pick on Jamar Chase when everyone thought they needed a left tackle. They Bateman's went and got a premier receiver. Healthy. Bateman's got to stay healthy, and Bateman is more like we're trying to find some value. You know, we're not using a top five pick on the guy. We're trying to get a nice player here, and hopefully well, he can be good. a real good player. He's good if he can just stay healthy. But he can't. So, like, Lamar, once again, does not have a complement of receivers. No, he doesn't. Duvernay's okay. But that's my thing, though, Key, right? People are going to try to start this narrative that, oh, he's, he's pressing. Has it looked good? I'm not making excuses for that. But let's call it for what it really is, though, when it's all said and done. He might be pressing. I don't know. I mean, Which is what? What are you calling it? That he's always had to do exponentially more. Like The offense solely yes. relies upon Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the offense. Yes, but he's been able to have an MVP under those circumstances. He's, he, this year, as Key points out, early, he was setting the world on fire. He's not perfect. He's been making mistakes recently. Understood, Key, Max, are these- you talk about every other quarterback. You're like, what, is, what, did, what, did, what did Buffalo go out and do? They went in. They got Diggs. Josh Allen Diggs. What, what did Cincinnati Chase. do? Chase. Like you, you, what did like the Raiders do? Oh, when didn't work out, but they Devontae got him Devontae. Adams, right? Like what's happening yep. to Aaron Rodgers? Like that's so my my that's all Jay I'm and Key and Key will love this. I really think that the number one thing on any team is the quarterback. Got to get that right. I think the number two thing is not the left tackle. It's not the the pass rushing defensive end, the edge, edge rusher. It's not the cor- shutdown corner. The number two thing you need in the NFL today, right after the quarterback, is the alpha receiver key. And Lamar doesn't have that. Every quarterback that's good in the National Football League, they got a guy. Every last one. They got a guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know they, who doesn't right now? They, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have one right now. How's and look that at him. Yep. 
Well, he's not playing good. Right. Um, they got Tua a guy. Look at him. All of a sudden, oh, Tua. They got everyone who they get. A guy. That's why I want him to get Daniel Jones a guy. Let's see what his ceiling is. Let's see what he's got. You can't do it without a guy. And, 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 and I'm sure they'll get around to it, Max. It's been a lot of years already. And, Key, I want to say you opened my eyes to this. When they say number one receiver, we're not talking about the X, Y, or Z. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about the outside guy, the lift, the coverage guy, the slot guy. It could be a tight end. It is Key's definition is the receiver through which you run your passing attack, right? That is your alpha receiver. And Lamar has never had that even, Key, not really. Well, Mark, Mark Andrews That's the closest is, thing. Has is, is, been pretty solid and sound. And reliable for him, but they need a they need a they need a guy. They need a receiver. They need a a guy. A guy. I don't know where you get him, right? I mean, maybe they go steal T. Higgins yeah, when maybe he becomes Higgins a free agent. Maybe you know it's right in their division. They could steal him and pay him the type of money. Who knows? I don't know. Justin Forsett, former Pro Bowl running back, is with us right now. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. So you're a part of that Life After Football docu-series on Prime Video. Um, Meantime, Justin, Lamar and the Ravens play Tom Brady and the Bucks tonight. I'm glad we finally got a good Thursday night matchup after a couple of weeks where it was like, damn, they started off hot this year, and then it was like, damn. Who is this a bigger game for, Lamar or Brady at this moment? Oh, man. I I, I say Brady actually, you know, I'm a Ravens fan, of course, but Brady, because I think this will define the rest of the season. Things are going pretty bad right now, and um, I think that uh, this will be indicative of the rest of the season if they're going to be able to make it to the playoffs or not or, or be contenders. But uh, I think it's a bigger game for the uh, for the uh, for the Bucks. When you look at you look at Lamar and the Ravens, what's going wrong for them over the last couple of weeks? What what has happened to this football team versus the first three weeks of the season? Man, just not finishing, not executing uh, in the crunch time, in the in the moments uh, when it count uh, in the fourth quarter. You see, they playing they're playing well for three quarters, and then they just fall off and and or take the take the foot off the gas pedal at the end of the game, and it's been costing them. What I'm just curious about. I was talking to Key about this and, and Greg Roman because we were talking about all the different blitz packages that have been sent like to the Ravens, right? And, and how Lamar's picked up on a lot. Of that. And we've seen how his numbers have dropped off since week four. How, mu- how much of that is on a guy like Greg Roman, the OC, to kind of figure out the different looks that teams are coming at them defensively? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of ownership uh, to go around with that. Um, I think uh, Roman has to be able to adapt, be able to make uh, crucial decisions that are going to help to put put Lamar in the best position possible, be successful in offense in the best position possible. Because defense are going to learn; they're, they're learning as the weeks go on. They're going to pick up tendencies. They're going to they're going to find uh, weaknesses within the offense, and they're going to try to exploit it. So it's our job on the offense uh, side of the ball to try to figure that out and make sure you're protecting the quarterback. Justin Forsett, former Pro Bowl running back, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Justin, I, I wanted to ask you about. Lamar Jackson pressing, right? Um, obviously, there's a lot of money on the line here, right? Well, we're talking about a big, big, big payday, his first payday. Right. Do you think there's any element of him that, that feels like he has to do it all? He's always had to do it all, but in particular now more than ever? 
I feel. I, I mean, I feel so. I feel like it, that that might be the case because I mean, there's no way you can ignore the fact that this is this is a contract year. This is you're playing for you know you know upward over two hundred million dollar contract, and I think that you could be if you focus on it. Um, it's thinking and people talking about it in the media, on social media, uh, Twitter, what have you, Instagram, and uh, it's always coming up. It's hard not to not to have that in the back of your head. Um, but you can also use that as, as fuel. Like he wants to get paid. He deserves to get paid. Uh, uh, he's put himself in a good position to, to, to demand uh, high value. Um, but you can also be pressing and you know, I, I feel like that's something that he has to overcome. Me t- talking to Justin Forsett, former pro bowl running back. Um, you know, you look around the league and the teams that are competitive year in and year out got two things. They got a coach, one, and then a quarterback. And that's what you look at the Ravens every year. You know, it doesn't matter what else is going on. You know they're going to compete week in and week out, year in and year out. Can you speak to the culture of a Harbaugh team? Oh, man. Uh, It's what I love most uh, uh, about the the Ravens is the culture. Um, And there's a standard of excellency that's in that organization that's unlike anywhere I've been. And I, I played on seven teams throughout my career. And, um, you know, I've been with some really good organizations, some really bad ones, but just the culture, the standard of excellency, the work ethic that they put into the game plan every week, the schemes, uh, the discipline, all of it is, is really top notch. So I love what they do um, over there in Baltimore. Are the Dallas Cowboys for real? Mm. <laughs> you know, I live in, I live in Dallas and, um, you know, every year the, the, the fans around here tell me it's they're for real. So um, I think their def- their defense is for real, for sure. Um, you know, as they go on and, and play uh, tougher teams, I would like to see um, if it would be more uh, consistency there, and them winning winning games uh, when the when the teams get harder. But right now, they they look like they they could be the real deal. So Justin, is Dak the guy that can reach his ceiling? Right, it feels like, and I, I get for a lot of players in any professional sport. You know, you wonder what the upside is, right? And then when they hit it, you're like, yeah, I, I knew that inevitably they were going to hit it. Do you think Dak is going to reach his ceiling as a quarterback, or do we just need to reset expectations that maybe he just needs to be a game manager and that's good enough to win it with the Cowboys' defense? You know, I, I, at this point, it's, it's, really hard to, it's really hard to say. I, I feel like Dak is one of those quarterbacks that, that really uh, has to have – a great ground game uh, to support him. I think that when the ground game is clicking, it just opens up and makes things a lot clearer for him. And he becomes one of those, you know, let's say top 10 passers within the NFL. Um, I don't, I don't think that he's one of those guys, me personally, that he's going to go out there and just win everything with his arm every single game. And he's going to make these, you know, Aaron Rodgers esque uh, throws. Uh, I do think he can be, you know, a top quarterback in this league, but you know the consistency consistency over the last couple of years hasn't been there, but if you get the right pieces around him and the ground game going, I feel like uh, he can be one of those guys. Mm. Justin, we had Thomas Jones on with us last week, and we talked a little bit about the documentary. Tell us a little bit about uh, Life After Football, the doc that's being produced by Thomas. It's it's awesome. I, I'm so blessed to be a part of it. Uh, just following. 12 NFL players that are transitioned outside of the game into other, uh, you know, 
categories and new chapters in their life, whether it's business, entrepreneurship, what have you. Uh, I'm my company, Hustle Clean, has been one of the companies that was featured in the doc, and it's just really awesome to see that uh, you got some positive stories of guys transitioning well outside of the game. Justin Forsett, former Pro Bowl running back here on Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, part of the Life After Football docu-series on Prime Video. Thank you, Justin. No, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, buddy. All right, Justin. So, guys, the uh, talking about the Cowboys, but heading into the season, a lot of people, myself included, like the Eagles in the NFC East. Right now they look like the class of the NFC, both sides of the ball. And they just traded the rich get richer for all-pro defensive end Robert Quinn, gave up a fourth-round pick to the Chicago Bears for Robert Quinn. So how dangerous is this Eagles pass rush right now? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. New York Giants are like, they want to make this a nice race in the NFC East. It's the Cowboys, guys. They are the best team in the NFC right now. Philadelphia and Dallas are in anybody's top five. But the Eagles feel like the new dogs of the NFC East. So the Chicago Bears pick up a fourth-round pick for Robert Quinn. And the Eagles, a fourth-rounder, I mean, that seems like a pretty good price to pay for a pass rusher who would be, you know... Robert Quinn could be your best defensive front seven player, and you're still in pretty good shape. He joins an Eagles defense that's already good on the line. Three-time Pro Bowl defensive end. Broke the Bears' single-season sack record with 18.5 in 2021. Hey, how dangerous is this Eagles pass rush now, Key? Real, real dangerous. They get a guy a year ago that had 18 and a half sacks. You mentioned it, Max broke the Chicago Bears single season record uh, on the year so far. Not so good, but that's not his fault. When you're being doubled and sometimes chipped and triple teamed because there's no Khalil Mack there, you know, things are going to suffer. There's only one or two guys in the history of the National Football League that can, on a consistent basis, beat double and triple teams. Yeah. 
Lawrence Taylor and Aaron Donald. Right. The two you best know, so, ever. And, and those are two of the best ever. So I think the Eagles got something, fourth-round pick for a guy that can completely change the game. You think about it this way, and this will make annoying-ass Pat Costello happy. What did the Los Angeles Rams do over the last three or four years? They went out and they started with Jalen Ramsey, correct? Yep. And then the Eagles went out and got Darius Slay. Then they went out and got A.J. Brown. The Rams went out and got OBJ. The Rams went out and got Von Miller. Now the Eagles went out and got Robert Quinn. It's kind of the same sort of recipe, pushing all the chips to the middle of the table because we feel we're going to make this run right now. First off, I mean, Key, you sound like Doc Rivers in mid-season form. It's in, it's incredible. Yeah, check the still, ceiling. You probably got money stashed up there. Mid-season form. Well, here, hold on. It's Let me a, check my cigarettes. There is no Doc difference in. between you and Doc Rivers' voice right now. Well, I mean, Jay. Second. <laughs> okay. I've yeah, been I doing this for four hours. Yeah, Leave me alone. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, Shoot the ball. <laughs> Shoot it, Ben. Okay. Shoot it. Um, I'm sliding that DM. <laughs> Stop. Shoot it! Shoot it! Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Key. It, it's look the, the secondary for the Eagles is already different. We talked about this before with James Bradbury and Slay and company, right? What that looks like that's already intimidating. Now adding Robert Quinn to the equation on the pass rush, just they have all the pieces there to win the Super Bowl. Like, it, it, is it fair that we just level set that it is the the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl to lose? I don't know if it's their Super Bowl to lose, but I think the point that, that's made about Quinn is a very good one. When, when I'm like, hey, how good is Quinn this year, this and that? Well, he's, if you're being doubled on every play, your stats won't look as good, but your effect on the outcome of games is still very high because you're taking an extra. So don't, don't minimize my point now, man. No, I don't know if you don't would minimize say, my point. I mean, obviously, I, the Bills no, are there. I'm, I'm I get the Bills saying are there. Quinn is an excellent the pass rusher. There. All I'm saying to you is that we, we are talking about them being – the conversation for the first seven weeks is that they're the best team in football. It might be. I don't know. No, if you this... stated it. You didn't say might before. You stated that they're playing the well, best. What football I'm saying right is, now. what I'm saying is, if you force Jay, me to Jay pick Jay the number one team in the NFL, tally. I'm going to take the Eagles. But I can't, can't pretend it's clear cut. I think the Eagles are one. If, if the Bills turn out to be one, I wouldn't be surprised. How about the, the NFC? Chief... Eagles. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying they're going to get to the Super Bowl? No, because the best team doesn't always get to the Super Bowl. You can get upset. Jay. Jay is funny as hell. I'm just, you know, talking to a slick guy from New York, seeing if I can get him in the corner. The What Quinn does is stack it up for the Eagles on the line, and they're already stacked on the line. Can we ask right? somebody that played for the Eagles? Let's do it. He didn't play on the line, but. Well, he played for the Eagles. I'll tell you what, man, I hate it. Brian Dawkins, guy, Brian? Brian Dawkins, you were so good. I hate <laughs> you, and I hate the Eagles, Brian Dawkins, and yet you were one of my favorite That's players. Good. As a Giants fan, you were one of my favorite players. That You know, so. At any rate, former Eagles safety, pro football Hall of Famer, Weapon X, Brian Dawkins. And, and Daw- <laughs> Brian, one of my best friends, named their kid, a big Philly sports guy, named, and, and he was thinking about what to name his kids. And we were talking about it, and he was like, we started thinking about great Philadelphia sports names. And because Dawkins applies to at least two dudes, but primarily mm-hmm. you were on his mind, named his son Dawkins. Wow, wow. Tremendously honored to hear that. So Tremendously what do you, honored to hear that. So what do you think, Brian? Like, what do you think about the Eagles, obviously, adding, 
you know, Quinn to the table as a pass rusher, the defense. Do you feel as if the Eagles right now are the best team in the National Football League? Well, so they still have some things to work on. And hopefully they'll continue to get better at some of the things that I see as needing to get handled. One of them is being rushing attack. I mean, excuse me, uh, people rushing the ball against them sometimes, being able to stop those things on a consistent basis. But when you add in the talent, the veteran and the talent of a Quinn to that room, the first thing that pops into my mind, see if you follow me on this key, is competition. Like It's more competition in the room. Not, not outside of the room, in the room. So now you have a more, another individual that's re- going to try to get sacks on the quarterback that all of them want. Like to me, that's a healthy thing that you added to that, to, to that room. And, and also, obviously, you increasing the rotation of keeping guys fresh as well. So I love the way that they're going. I want uh, – sorry for saying it like this, but I, I still want them to, 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 to face as much adversity through the season as possible to prepare them for the perils of the playoffs. B-Dog, where are you at right now? I'm in, I'm in Philly in the link right now. Oh, okay, because I'm like – I'm sitting here. I'm like, you got, uh, you know, Eagles logos behind you. I'm like, I know he don't have it at home. I wouldn't shoot. His living room. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like. I'm like, he all eagle if he got it in the living room. What? What? Uh, no, no. Yeah. What? Uh, what do you think about what Nick Sirianni's done so far? Well, the first thing that I wanted to see is coming off of last year, is who are they? Will they go back to the pass-happy offense like they were doing the first seven games last year? Or would they stay leaning on that powerful offensive line that they have and running the football? And they have. They've stayed true to who they are. I'm not saying they're not throwing the football because they are. But they're still leaning on who they are as being able to move people when they want to move them and being versatile to be able to then throw the screen, to throw the pass and the deep route to all your receivers after you've pounded somebody for a couple of times. So I love that part of it, that he's not just going past happy once again and putting so much on Hurts to just be a drop-back quarterback. You uh, played with one of the great quarterbacks in Philadelphia Eagle history and Donovan McNabb. What about Jalen Hurts? What, what is it that you like about his game and as he continues to grow with the Philadelphia Eagles? So the first thing that I will tell you, Key, is, is, is it has nothing to do with his talent, with his game that first caught my attention. It's this, his mental toughness. To be able to go through the things that he's grown through as a young player in, at Alabama, to lose his job there and never say anything negative and actually be a very good teammate still, to then go to another place to have to earn respect and be second as it pertains to um, the, the Heisman um, Trophy. And so then he comes into the league and then he's put into another competition with Carson Wentz here in in, in Philadelphia. And you only hear him saying the right things. You only hear him talking in a way that's complimentary of those who he's teammates with. Right. So to me, that tells me that he has something inside of him that when pressure hits him, he does not panic. He does not point blame. He fixes. He gets better. 
And so I think that that mentality has allowed us to see this version of Jalen after him struggling with the deep ball, struggling with accuracy last year. Now he's better in all of those things. And again, it's that mentality to get better because I see something. I see what other people are saying and I agree with it and I'm going to go fix it. Pro Football Hall of Famer Brian Dawkins, former Eagle safety, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Dogs, I, I want to bring you back to uh, my junior year of college, two, 2002. I'm in a hotel room watching the 2002 NFC Championship game. Um, obviously, the, the guy uh, that just asked you the last question and the Bucks won that game, he just took me to how much you wanted to rip Key's head off during that moment. Is there a, <laughs> can, you, can you give me a detailed breakdown well, of, of it, that? But it, it it wasn't that moment that makes me want to rip his head off. It's just that he was in the other jersey. Like it, that's ah. that's that's the way it works. Like I'm an equal opportunity when it comes to you in the other jersey. Then yeah, you're not my favorite person. Well, yeah, B Doc, B Doc. Oh look at that slant. They tried to squeeze me. They couldn't squeeze me. B Doc never. <laughs> he never got a good hit on me though. I I'm not stupid. Nope. He never nope. he never got a good hit on me because I knew where he was at at all times. <laughs> well, listen, Weapon X, yeah, as I right. said, you're if you right. live through that era of football, this is one of your favorite players. And in fact, my godson is named Dawkins because of Brian wow. Dawkins. Yeah, it's true. Um, wh- why are you here? Tell us why you're here today. Yeah, so being blessed to have played the game the way that I play it and understanding the importance of health and whole body health, but as it pertains to especially your, 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 your weight and, and, and the things that I eat. And I, I, I eat similar, similarly to how I ate when I was a player. And so the program that Nova Nordisk and the Eagles have come together to begin to talk about tackling your health. And as I look at the prospects of tackling, I'm an aggressive person. So that means that I have to have a game plan. And so none of us have ever walked into any court or into the game, Keyshawn, that we did not have a game plan on how we're going to attack. We need to do that when it pertains to our health. We need to seek out those individuals that can help us see what we can't see before, because before what we can't see becomes a problem. Like um, here in Philadelphia, a stat hit me that approximately three in 10 adults in Philadelphia live with obesity, Right. And so there's so much attached to that, so much attached to that. So being able to take care of yourself, seeking out those individuals that can help you come up with a game plan for yourself. And sometimes it's the smallest things that you do to help you live a better life. And I say it like this, that small hinges swing big doors. So sometimes you make a small change in your life, eating habits and and exercising, drinking water, those type of things will help you be better. That is Brian Dawkins former Eagles safety weapon X pro football hall of famer. Thank you, Brian. Great talking to you. All right, right, B doc. Tell everybody I said, hi, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Can I give you, do you have the, uh, the link that they can go to the, to check out all the stuff that, that they can look out. Shoot, Brian. Oh yeah. So it's, it's Philadelphia Eagles.com backslash tackle slash your slash health. And Thank I know that's you. a whole bunch of slash. So just Google <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> tackle your health, and then all that stuff will come up. Brian Dawkins, ladies and gentlemen. Russell Wilson says he worked out for four hours during the Broncos' eight-hour flight to London, but 
What? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. So did you guys hear that the world's dirtiest man passed away at age 94 months after his, wait for it, first wash? Yeah, by the way, that makes sense. All those uh, germs were keeping him alive. His, his body was used to it. I, I, I don't, it washed the off the protective dirtiest, coating. So he didn't take a, a shower or a bath for 94 years? An Iranian hermit, known as the world's dirtiest man. 94 years, was it? I, I don't know. I'm just first time I'm hearing of this story. Is that true, man? Is this all... Well, listen to this, Key. Here are the details. He's an Iranian hermit known as the world's dirtiest man. He was 94 years old. Um, This is according to Iranian state media, so who knows. But Amu Haji, Uncle Haji as he was referred to, had for decades avoided fresh food and believed if he cleans himself, he will get sick. Then he takes his first wash in his life at the age of 94, and one month later... He dies. He's 94. He's probably going to die. Bath or no bath. He's 94. There was a Simpsons episode where they, you know, Mr. Burns, the old rich dude on The Simpsons, where they discovered that he had every single disease known to man, but they were all living in perfect balance in his body, and it was keeping him alive. Maybe that's what was going on here. Yeah, but I I can't go, man, if I miss a day without taking a shower, I go crazy. Uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, can't. literally, I, I yeah, I got to get in the tub. I got to get in the, the shower. The How many washcloths do you think he used? How many huh? How many washcloths do you think he used? Do you think he used the washcloth or just went straight bar of soap? Max, you do straight bar, right? I'm a white guy. You know that. You know how the white people do it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's I do. True. I, no, I don't do soap. True. I don't do soap. I you liquid, don't do I do soap? A liquid soap. It's liquid, so it comes out of the pump. Okay. Yeah, well, well, I got do liquid soap. 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 I don't do bar Yeah, but I'm saying anymore. it's not like bar of the soap. Bar of soap. You know the what bar I mean? of soap is gone, man. Nobody uses no bar one uses that soap anymore. anymore. No. Yeah. You use Dove, Dove soap. I use the I use the bar. I like Dove I soap. I get 
I get the nice stuff from the 80s. whatever, you know, Jen puts in the... Yeah, right, right. It's your lady's going to put whatever in the shower anyway. You come out, some you know, of that stuff smelling like a daisy. Some of that stuff, I got to read it because it got all... It'd be, yeah. It, 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 the, the bottle look expensive. <laughs> you got the organic... So unnecessary. <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> you got the kale soap in the shower. Unnecessary. Kale unnecessary. soap. <laughs> it's all unnecessary. Like, I didn't know who they... Buy, who buys soap from I didn't Air know they One. make ginger shot... Soap? What? I, it, it, Jay, soap from Air One. Air One. Oh, God. So, <laughs> soap from Air One that costs $100 for the bar. Get you no a little less clean than regular soap, but it costs you 10 still times as much. smell funky. The travel set, travel set sides cost $30. <laughs> Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. You know what just occurred to me, Shannon? I, I don't think you know what jet lag means. You it's said say, really bad jet lag. I but meant you... to say turbulence. I corrected myself when I heard it back. I as was just well. listening to that. Listening. Uh-huh. Hold up. Shannon's like, we flew into Vegas yeah, from LA. Really yeah. bad jet lag. Yep. I'm like, wait, wait well, it was jet lag because our flight was uh, delayed a, a day. But yes. I meant to say turbulence and not yeah. jet lag. All right. Okay. Got just wanted to clear that up. Uh-huh. It happens, Taking Shannon. Notes. All right. It's okay. It happens. That's right. Uh-huh. Jet lag, turbulence. Uh, Russell Wilson says he worked out for four of the eight-hour flight during the Broncos' trip to London. I believe that. You know why I believe that, Jay? Why? He's had a lot of energy to burn. You know why. I don't. That's why he I He was going back to Buckingham Palace. And that's where he draws his strength from, Buckingham Palace. So I can believe that he was very excited. He was doing exercises on the plane. It makes sense. Yeah, I don't know why he was doing exercises on the plane. I've never seen that from an athlete ever. And Mm. I've flown to Japan with my teams. Mm. I've flown to Canada with my teams. And I've never, ever seen somebody stretch and work out or whatever you want to call it. Now, I've seen them get treatment. Because we get treatment on short flights. All it is is a stem machine. They, the little trainer comes back there. He's got a little sound machine. Give you a little stem machine. Give you some ice. 
you know, that's pretty much it, Jay. But yeah. to to work out and do what did he say? Uh, high knees, high what, knees, what? up and yeah. down the aisle. While his teammates were sleeping, high knee, knee high, whatever you know. You know the. Team I always stick my foot out. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> running up and down the aisle like a kid, right? Go like, ahead, like, man. I, I got him. Yeah, hey, can I'm we about, just talk I'm, about? So I, I'm I tired probably would have looked at him. Yeah. Like he'd have lost his damn mind. Yates jumped in my ear and said, "Let's fly. Let's fly." <laughs> The other thing is he's responding to questions about what he did on the flight. He could have just said, you know, we're preparing, looking forward to the game, da-da-da-da, but he had to go in. He had to be extra about it. I think okay, I'm, I'm over talking to. about Russell Wilson. We talk about what do you got? Jay, Jay's loaded with something. I'm, just, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Pat Costello doing a hell of a job on our Keyshawn J. Will and Max Twitter handle here. And he said, which seat is the best on the plane? And, you know, window, 51%. Aisle, 48%. We're close. Middle. One percent. What out of six thousand one hundred and thirty-eight votes? Shannon, did your wife vote? Did your wife chime in, Shannon? Who who picked the middle seat as the best seat on the plane? What are we doing? I don't. What is the world coming to? Hmm. Someone someone likes people. Someone's a people person. I don't like people like that. Sandwich in between two people. I I, no. Hmm. I don't. I don't want. I've I've been there before. I got a question. I got a question. So, you know, you get on the plane and the people who sit in the exit row and they always come and they're like, so do you guys feel comfortable aiding the plane if something happens and everyone has to give a verbal yes? If you're close enough to that aisle, do y'all judge the folks who sitting in the aisle if they can actually do the duties? Because no, I, do. I don't. Because I don't, I'm not going to depend on them anyway. Here's well, another I, one I got you for the middle aisle, okay? Now, there are three seats there, okay? For the middle aisle? For the, yeah, middle aisle, middle seat. Yeah, middle, middle aisle, seat, huh? Yeah, yeah, middle yeah, aisle, middle right? Aisle. Well, middle seat. Yeah. Middle aisle? Take so, your notes. You seat. said it with such conviction like it was a real thing. Well, middle aisle. I don't know. It's a common so, thing anyway, that you're doing, apparently. The point is, three seats. <laughs> middle aisle. Middle Four, aisle. sorry, five armrests for three seats. Someone's getting one. Not everyone can have two. Who gets the extra one? Does the middle, the middle person the middle get person the extra is, one for yeah. sitting in the middle? Yeah, for sitting in the middle. I don't know what the etiquette is. I, I've never really thought about no, how six, it works it's, itself it's, out. It's six, Max. One, one two, two. You share three, one, two. F- I, no, no, it's, one, uh, no, it's four. Three, it's four. Four. It's four. It's four. So someone gets two and the other two get one. The middle person gets two. Middle person well, gets two or middle person gets two. Well, they should. They should get two, but is that how it usually works out? Or, Yates, you know when you got that middle seat? And you're walking on the plane. You don't even. Like, you're looking towards the back of the plane. You just see two people that are are bigger yeah, people, I, I and you're like, "Oh, that's gonna be my Jay. seat. I know it. I know Jay. they're not going it. where I'm going. That's I gonna be my Jay. seat. Yes, I do. You, <laughs> I do not. Key said, "Back of the plane. Hold on, dog. Yeah, yeah. Back of the plane. He didn't even know be, the plane had a back. Emergency. I got to be going somewhere to get on the back. Hey, he man, didn't know you could look back in a plane. He <laughs> just thought it was it. forward." Work too hard hey, to sit on the back. I'm sorry. Key, you know that thing called the middle aisle? coming up. You know that thing called the middle aisle? We're coming, we'll we'll see it at 6 a.m. I was in the back okay. long enough. <laughs> From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.